Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Even the Score podcast, a podcast about soundtracks and scores from movies, TV shows, and video games. I am your host, Don, and I am here alone because this is part two of our three-part TV theme song bracket challenge extravaganza, recorded back when March Madness was at the top of everyone's mind. We're going to continue on with the breakdown of the greatest TV theme songs of all time by going through the Dawn and Master region's first rounds. We'll then call it an episode, and in part three, you will get the entire rest of the bracket. I'll be back at the end of the episode to close it out, but I encourage you to go back and listen to the draft episode and episode one if you haven't already. And of course, follow along on Twitter and Instagram at EvenTheScorePod to see the bracket as it unfolds. Let's jump right back into the action with the first round of the Dawn region. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again at the end of the episode. Our first matchup here, Magnum PI versus Airwolf, and I will kick us off. I thought this was a really fun sort of advantageous matchup of uh, really fun 80s tunes. But, I mean, you can't go wrong with Magnum P.I. and how the bombastic it is. And yeah, I had to go Magnum P.I. all the way. These are two shows I'm completely unfamiliar with. It just wasn't my era. I haven't gone back to watch either of these either. I'm just basing this purely on what I enjoyed listening to the most. And while Airwolf is really fun, Magnum P.I. is just too good to pass up. Next up is Anthony. Yeah, it's a Tom Selleck daddy mustache theme song for me. <laughs> I, I love Magnum P.I. Not just because Tom Selleck is dreamy AF. Mm-hmm. But also, I am I was not familiar with Airwolf. I did think it was pretty funny that Airwolf is definitely a ripoff of Magnum P.I. Like, there was definitely a lot of ripoffs throughout the 80s. And I think it's, it's just part of... television tropes is that there's going to be ripoffs of other shows yep um but i think magnum pi did it so well so my vote for that (laughs) jason round us off i'm never gonna think of his mustache the same way again i know it's it's, welcome to my world (laughs) Uh, yeah uh, likewise i'm going for magnum pi um in this is mostly based on the merits. I mean, I, I guess I did see more of Magnum P.I. as a kid than Airwolf. Like, Airwolf just wasn't really my... In retrospect, I'm like, how did they even make that work for it? Like, you know... <laughs> anyways, but yeah, it was it was just a better theme song to me. Well, Magnum P.I. moves on. Let's jump down to our 2 versus 15. Stranger Things versus the Hockey Night in Canada theme, which... <laughs> Again, another classic. I wonder which one I'm going to (laughs) choose. Jason, you'll go second. Anthony will go first. We'll build the tension, see what happens here. Anthony, who you got? So, I hate hockey. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) Wait, let me correct that. I hate sports. Okay. And so, um, even though the Hockey Night in Canada theme um, is very iconic, Mm -hmm. I'm going for Stranger Things because I'm a diehard Stranger Things fan. I actually have a box set of the first, a vinyl box set that they made for the first season's music. Nice. And it is stunning. Like, I really like that theme song. I think it's so invocative of the, that, that theme, that timing, that everything that just matches up with that show is for me stranger things okay 
Jason, what are you going to pick? I, this is going to be <laughs> the biggest <laughs> unknown of the entire bracket. What's Jason going to go with? A show that is readily available to everybody in the world versus the or... most narrow cast sports-based hockey-based theme. Let's go to Jason live now to see what he picks. <laughs> Pins and needles. Shocker. Yeah. Stranger things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kid did not see that coming. Who th- thought that? Oh, man. I, I was genuinely tickled when I, I listened to that. I It's very Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, a respect. But, um, yeah, no, stranger things for me, man. It's a three, you know, absolutely. Stranger things for me as well. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be an idiot and just take the, the <laughs> hockey theme over what I think is the greatest modern theme song of all time. I think within the last 20 years, the Stranger Things theme, thing, theme song is the greatest one for me. It is so good. It still brings chills to me when I hear it. I'm not going to be dumb and be contrarian just for contrarian's Don't sake. Don't be yeah. a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, Stranger Things is going to move on. This matchup I'm very interested in, though. It is our 3 versus 14, Good Times versus ALF. And I know, Anthony, you were devastated when ALF was selected. I had to completely mute your mic for a long period of time after ALF was selected for the the prolonged no that was said when ALF was selected. Uh, so but dramatic. Jason, tell us, who do you got, Good Times versus ALF? So uh, I'll just I'll get the... the most dramatic part out of the way and just say good times but man elf was an interesting show in retrospect i mean as a kid i loved it you know the whole cat eating thing now probably (laughs) doesn't hit me the same way as it it did back then um because you know now that thought horrifies me like there's absolutely anyway you know pet parents of the world unite Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah good times uh it just um something that Dave Chappelle parodied uh, to great effect. Um, I also, like many others, struggled on that particular part of the song where it's like, w- really? They said that? Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's a it's a jam, man. So that's my vote. Anthony, you get the second vote. Uh, I'm going to vote for Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, gosh. Stranger Things makes it twice into the bracket. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I am going to vote for Alf. All right. Um, Alf is, I like, I love good times and I think it's a really solid theme song. There's just something about instrumental theme songs I'm really attached to and I really like no lyrics and do, 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 do. Like, I know that Alf theme song that well. Um, I think it's also funny because apparently that show was a nightmare to work on. Like, it's just the puppetry and everything oh. and having to coordinate. And apparently there was more than one time actors would fall through holes in the stage because they would have to have puppeteers, like, be able to move Alf. But it was very hard to see. And so, like, apparently it was just a nightmare show. Like, an awful mm. memory for everyone involved. But it was so carefree and lovely. And everyone refers to Alf in Pog form now. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I'm, I'm giving my vote to Alf. Sorry, good times. Oh, no, nothing wrong with that. Alf is a good one. It just doesn't stick with me the same way. You want to talk about something that you could sing pretty much verbatim on cue. I mean, good times would probably be it. Alf is good. I appreciate it. It just, it's up against a juggernaut. 
to me. And that's what's moving on for me. My vote is for good times. When I was watching TV, like when I was really young and I was at home, my mom would watch, like I said, All in the Family, Jefferson's, and then Good Times would come on. And I I loved Jimmy Walker. I, I loved the theme song. Absolutely, Jason. Hanging in a chow line was not the way that I heard that lyric <laughs> at all. <laughs> and then the, like the, I can still picture the zoom in at the end. Like to the mm-hmm. to the painting that's on there, and just how amazing that is. So, good times moves it on for me. It's a fantastic theme song, and yeah, that's what's going through. And man, if only I had one of those freaking paintings in my house now, I'd be freaking <laughs> rich beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah, amazing. The four versus thirteen. We have our vehicle matchup here, where we've got <laughs> Knight Rider against the '90s version of Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, I've got the first pick here, and I think this is a pretty easy one for me. I will go uh, with Knight Rider, moving on into the next round. Uh, Jason, what do you got? Knight Rider. Okay. Anthony? It's Knight Rider for me. Easy enough. (laughs) I like the Thomas the Tank Engine theme. I think it's very cute, but I worked in uh, childcare for like close to 10 or 13 years, Mm -hmm. and I had to listen to that goddamn theme song <laughs> a lot and it's not as good the hundredth or one hundredth time or one hundredth million time so night rider is just so slick yes mm-hmm. it just is like yes although the one ding on it though if if i'm being completely honest the, the narrator's voice over the top of that theme almost knocked it out for me because I hate that. Like, yeah, no, ser- I mean, like, the, the music is awesome. But, like, those breaks for that person's voice is absolutely horrendous to me. And, it like, it almost takes me out every single time it happens. That's completely I mean, fair. it's important for the show, right. yeah, but yeah, it yeah. really does take me out of appreciating the, the actual music itself. No, I'm with you completely. It's a very odd thing, but it's it's very much of the era. It's like A-Team. The A-Team, you had that build up, and then you got into the bombastic yes. theme, which everybody memorizes. But Knight Rider, you know the tune. You don't need the Michael Knight, a shadowy flight into the mysterious world of a man who does not exist. Like, no, we don't need that. Like, that's unnecessary. And I don't know if later seasons did that, if they pulled it and it was just the music. But you know the theme song. You can still think about it now. I think it was sampled for Buster Rhymes fire it up oh that's uh is that the one yeah you're right that i mean yeah yeah wow it's rare that i get called out on a hip-hop sample (laughs) but uh you're right i it's one of those songs that like of all the buster songs and i absolutely adore him as an artist you're absolutely right it's not one of my absolute favorite buster songs but you are absolutely right and he did sample so good i mean you can't beat him sampling psycho in um uh give me some more which is so good, but they, oh, he also does pull that. that. He's so good. It's it's amazing what he does. Yeah, and I mean, he's one of those artists who benefited from his relationship with uh, uh, JD a lot. Also, in terms of pretty ha- having some really iconic beats, but for sure, yeah. Uh, Night Rider moves on. Let's jump over to the five twelve. Just one step up. This I think is going to be an interesting one. Family Matters versus Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Anthony, you've got uh, first pick. Oh, God. (laughs) No pressure. Okay, so here's the thing. Family Matters is a spinoff from Perfect Strangers. Yes. So it's not surprising that the theme song is just as good as the Perfect Strangers one. Mm -hmm. 
And normally my first vote, oh, I just, oh, it's Buffy though. I'm going Family Matters. Okay. It's Family Matters. Oh God, I'm going to regret this. <laughs> Anthony's got Family Matters. I don't know if I gonna... si- yeah. Go ahead. No, no, matters. no, go ahead. Oh, were you going to switch? I sing it all the time. It's it's no, I'm not switching. It's Family Matters. Okay. I love that show. It's Family Matters for me as well. Uh, what? Jason, what did you have? Same. I, I, you know, although I expected this one to be uh, a split just because if ever there was something I would associate with gay culture, Ah, it'd be be Buffy. Buffy. (laughs) I mean, and so I'm almost surprised you're not afraid of your car getting pulled on that. But yeah, for me, it was Family Matters. Yeah, I like, I, it's such a solid, like, it lays out the concept of the show, but actually just being, being a song. I think, mm-hmm. which is so rare, like to be able to kind of get that, kind of find that middle ground where it's like, this is just a really good song, but you're also striking a note with the lyrics of what's going on in the show. It's Absolutely. it's that same singer who did like all of the sort of TGIF themes yeah. at the time. Like I believe he did the Full House theme song as well. Yeah, it's it's so good. Like fam- the Family Matters one is superior to kind of all of the other ones of that era. Like better than Step by Step, better than Full House. It's Family Matters for me. And Buffy's great. Don't get me wrong. And I actually changed at the last minute. I realized that what I was looking for from Buffy was the season four Buffy theme mm-hmm. because the first three mm-hmm. seasons they have this scream in the like at the very beginning of it and i just like the rock instrumental version of it so so yeah it was a last minute change but i figured family matters was gonna trounce it anyway i thought it might similar to what jason said i thought it was going to be a split but 3-0 family matters moves on i'm glad i love buffy but i love family matters theme song more fair (laughs) okay Well, let's jump down to six versus 11, Unsolved Mysteries versus The People's Court. And uh, Jason, you've got the first pick in this one. So (laughs) this was an odd pairing for me. Um, They're both iconic, I suppose, for in, you know, they they match the the song. I mean, the the shows pretty well, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily love either of these musically very much. But all that said, I chose The People's Court, but... I wasn't very passionate about this one way or the other. I'm going to go opposite from you, and I'm going to pick Unsolved Mysteries. I think Unsolved Mysteries is the theme song that I can associate with an awkward, eerie feeling. And that show, Mm -hmm. Unsolved Mysteries, like the Robert Stack version, always gave me that queasy feeling. And it was very much of the era where there were a ton of UFO, like abduction movies that were pretty extreme it was like it's not abduction and then the person appears later on which we typically see now it's this person's going to get abducted and we're going to see what happens to this person during the abduction and it's going to be really bad and awful like poking and prodding and probing and awful things and then they're just going to be dropped in a field naked somewhere and they're going to have all these horrible memories and that kind of affected young dawn i will freely admit (laughs) this is also the same tell us how you really feel about the movie fire in the sky oh thank you Anthony gets it. I know what you were doing. Do, well, do you remember those time commercials uh, where they were like selling those like those volumes of oh, like yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah. that's what came to mind when you talk about like that because like that used to freak me out I, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, but okay, yeah, fair for enough. sure. So it it affected me. It was also kind of the same era I was watching this show that the Fox was doing its alien autopsy stuff. So again, like just messing with Dawn's mind. And even today, like Unsolved Mysteries can still sort of trigger that panic, like fight or flight mode in my head. And then there's that pitch change, like midway through. 
and it then gets like even deeper and more serious and then like the the main theme kind of rises back up again it's so good and i think musically it's fantastic so unsolved mysteries was my pick but anthony you've got the the tiebreaker unsolved mysteries unsolved mysteries moves on yeah i uh i i still watch the show I like the fact that you referred to the Robert Stack episodes because we all know it all went way off the track when Dennis Farina showed up. Yes, it did. It's awful. But I still watch this show, especially at 3 a.m. in the morning, at like 3 a.m. when I can't sleep. Super important. And uh, I also have an Unsolved Mysteries album on vinyl. From <laughs> yeah, from the shows they like randomly found original uh recordings of the show's music in somebody's basement and like was able to get it onto vinyl pressing and it's it's a fascinating story and i really appreciate unsolved mysteries so cool that's amazing that's cool all right unsolved mysteries moves on we jump down to the seven versus ten the muppet show versus star trek uh i've got the first vote here and i am uh absolutely voting forward the muppet show uh anthony I'm also Muppets. Jason? All about the Muppets, baby. It, it is yeah. all about the Muppets. That is such a good theme. Is that the only show that made both of our brackets, though? Because I feel like, didn't we talk about that in the cartoon thing, or no? We talked about Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. <laughs> ah, okay. So Muppets are Muppet appearing multiple babies. times. Muppet Babies. For some reason, I thought that that also was, like, represented there too and i know we've talked about it but yeah it's a it's a good theme the final matchup of my region is a a different world seasons two through five against the Mm -hmm. mandalorian and anthony you've got the first vote here in the final matchup so i was originally going to vote for the mandalorian because ludwig gordson is my new obsession right now Mm -hmm. and i really like what they did with that theme but the fact that you chose seasons two through five of this theme song instead of the first season gets my vote. So it's a different world. Fantastic. Uh, Jason. So maybe one day I'll watch The Mandalorian. I'm not like the the biggest sort of uh, all of those sort of properties in that whatever the star trek the star wars the battlestar galactic okay, like yeah. all of this stuff of that ilk i'm not like the biggest fan of not that i dislike it or anything mm-hmm. it just you know doesn't tickle that fancy um but first of all it's really hard to argue with uh the queen of soul like it's it, every now and then it's really like it's amazing to me that like when they get like these heavy hitter artists doing like these themes for these tv shows this is no different and yeah it is a good contrast to the first season because like you know nothing against whoever that woman was but like her voice just was meh but aretha getting on there is just it's amazing obviously i like well not me obviously i really like the show but also i think when i heard that theme come on it's one of those things that sort of would grab me out of whatever i was doing it's like oh it's time to sit in front of the tv Mm -hmm. It, it definitely had that effect on me so yeah it's it's three for three yeah a different world absolutely moves on jason you nailed it you can't go wrong with aretha franklin singing your theme song for four seasons two three four five yeah and it's it's so good it it was kind of my transition into starting to watch older tv shows i know it was a a cosby spinoff with the um uh, oh, who connected Lisa Bonet kind of connecting over yeah. early, but I still picture the intro. I love that whole moving through the rooms and people in different places and Sidbad 
spinning the basketball and then smiling at the camera. I love it. Like it's, it's so iconic for me in my head and the song's amazing and listening to all this again. I mean, that was one of those ones that just stood out for me. So yes, it was easy to put forward a different world. I enjoy the Mandalorian, the whole, whatever the Mandalorian's going for is amazing as well. And bringing in that sort of Western feel in a sci-fi setting, not similar to what Firefly was doing, but kind of in what's happening in the Star Wars universe, it's great. It was up against one that it was just never going to beat. So a different world moves on. The first round in the Dawn region is done. That means we've got Magnum PI against a different world, seasons two through five, Family Matters versus Knight Rider, Unsolved Mysteries versus Good Times, and The Muppet Show versus Stranger Things. So that will be an interesting second round, just as all three of ours are going to be very interesting second rounds. So the thing that I was thinking about when I was going into the creation of my bracket is I wanted to make sure that I was really focused on kind of original themes that were for specifically made for the shows. So I yeah, didn't try yeah, to yeah. go into licensed music, but it, it was tricky enough and there's some really great licensed music out there, but I think I was able to find some really good ones. And then I was looking for kind of a bit of nostalgia, mm-hmm. but mostly for the musical side of things. So that's where I went with my region and I'm really happy with what ended up happening here I, I in doing all of my picks ahead of time. Everything that I wanted to go through made it through. So, yeah, it'll be a really interesting second round. Now we are done with our regions. Our 16 picks apiece uh, are over, and we're going to be moving into the second round with those soon. But we have one more region to continue on with, and that is the Master Region. So all of the theme songs that were kind of collectively voted on by the public, on Reddits and online, I basically compiled a bunch of them together. And then whenever we picked one that was on those lists, I took it off. And the following 16 are the top talked about ones to a point. Because then in the draft episode, and if you haven't listened to it, listener, please go back and listen to it, we had some vetoes. So we decided to take two vetoes apiece, and we removed a bunch of different themes. So I believe Friends went, uh, All in the Family, uh, A-Team went at that point, a couple other ones, and we replaced them with theme songs that we wanted to add onto the list. And so that is what we have come up with with this region here. So we have some really great matchups to go through. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Jason, you can kick us off with the one versus 16, which is Fresh Prince versus WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) The last few weeks have put this first one in a weird light. But, you know, hey, Will is still Will is still which McCauley just had a a, a dumb moment. And Mm -hmm. that's where I'll leave that. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's theme is really, really Another Quincy Jones. Well, actually, Quincy Jones removed QD3, uh, I think, was uh, the one responsible for that. But anyway, yeah, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, and that's WKRP is a really great of the era uh, theme song, but Mm -hmm. Fresh Prince. Excellent. Anthony, who do you got coming out of this matchup? Yeah, my my vote's for Fresh Prince, too. I like WKRP, especially that WKRP in Cincinnati. But uh, Fresh Prince was my jam. I still sing this song at karaoke now. Like, I love it. And again, aside from recent controversies, <laughs> uh, I think it's still a solid jam, and it's still a solid show. I think it holds up really, really well. I think they like incorporated music really well into that show overall agreed this pick was made before recent controversies i actually went with wakrp i love that just sort of smooth 
radio, AM radio sound to it. I like the beginning, actually, versus the end. I'm the, baby, if you ever want. I love that just sort of smooth slide into it and kind of the little chimes in the background. I think it's got another really good bass line as well. Fresh Prince it's is fantastic. Yacht Rocky. Oh, yeah. And the, you can't go wrong with either of these picks, but I just went WKRP, but that doesn't matter because Fresh Prince is moving on in the one versus 16. Uh, in the two versus 15, we've got our first veto coming into play. Anthony put in the greatest American hero, I believe, over Friends, uh, and it is going up against Welcome Back Cotter. I've got the first vote here, and I actually went with The Greatest American Hero. I think it is a fun theme. It's uh, The show was nothing. I think it was a season, not even a full season even, and it was just kind of a big nothing burger. But the song has stuck around for such a long period of time. And I, I referenced the Seinfeld episode where George was doing it to his... Uh, where could he be? I don't, uh, answering machine. That's it. I was going to say voicemail, <laughs> but it's not voicemail back in... Back in the 90s as his answering machine. So that's my pick. And Jason, what is your selection? On that one, I, I went with Welcome Back. You know, 70s baby. What can I say? Again, can't go wrong with either of these matchups. Anthony. The Greatest American Hero was 70s too, right? Or was it early 80s? Might have been early 80s, actually. I feel like it was early 80s. Yeah, um, it could have been. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Welcome Back Carter is definitely older by a good amount. I chose the greatest American hero okay. because it was my veto pick. I still listen to this song, and I didn't even know it was a season or a season, uh, you know, half a season. I just listened to that gym. Yeah. Uh, I also really enjoyed your nothing burger. <laughs> I am yoinking that. By all means. <laughs> I'm I'm way off. It was three seasons. It's 45. But it, it was nothing. Like, it's nobody paid it any mind. Yeah, like, I don't, I, it definitely had, I would say Welcome Back Carter had a more uh, cultural, larger cultural impact. Yeah, and uh, Greatest American Hero is early 80s. So, by a vote of 2 to 1, we've got the Greatest American Hero moving on to the next round. Uh, Anthony, you'll kick off our 3 versus 14 matchup. Malcolm in the Middle versus Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm a huge fan of Malcolm in the Middle. We watched it a lot when I was growing up, and I think it's a, a really solid show, but Sesame Street all the way for me. It was a iconic theme song that I still know to this day and still hum along to. Um, so Sesame Street all the way for me. Sorry, Malcolm. Oh, that's uh, Malcolm in the Middle was a good show. It wasn't my show. Sesame Street was absolutely my show. So I'm also going that. Jason, what do you got? Same. It's a solid theme song. Like, although what's interesting, the the version of the intro that you put up in the the playlist, mm -hmm. I didn't. I mean, I guess that's before my time. I didn't recognize it at all. It um, is the original but, one. Like, I I couldn't. Uh, like the the thing with Sesame Street. I mean, it's been on for what sixty years now. We have so many different versions to pull from. I just grabbed whatever I could to throw it on there. I think for me, the iconic version is early '80s because that's when I was in my adolescent or my toddler years and I was watching sesame street so if i could have pulled like just that specifically i think the only reason i grabbed the one that i grabbed is because it was probably the best audio quality but essentially hmm. it's that same sort of theme trying to avoid the modern theme which is very very different i don't think i'm familiar with the modern theme so i'll, I'll take your word for it sesame street moves on oh, our first uh unanimous decision in this bracket but let's jump into the four versus uh 13 jason i think this is your veto pick i believe you knocked out a teams for chips and it's chips against the u.s or the office u.s version so jason kick us off so 
I like The Office. Um, and this is with a caveat, though, because, you know, Chips was a weird show in retrospect. You know, a cop show, I guess, but it had some weird elements to it. And there's an aspect musically I don't particularly like. Um, I don't even know what the instrument is, but you know exactly what it is when the theme comes on. Um, and I think it kind of slightly edges out The Office, but that's just me. I will go opposite you with my pick. I'm going to pick The Office. Probably not so much a vote for The Office. It's a vote against Chips because I find it a bit piercing in re-listening mm-hmm. to it. And that's exactly like you said. It's You know the the air. You know the instrument once you hear it. Like, you don't know what the instrument is, but you know it's it's in there somewhere in 70s themes. But for me, it just... It, it, I, I think I preferred kind of the softer sort of sound of The, the Office uh, over Chips. But Chips is still like iconic nothing against that again there's no wrong answers here but anthony you are breaking the tie what is taking it over chips versus the office it's gonna be chips for me it's going to be chips yeah i i really haven't gotten into the office i know it's very funny i know it's very awkward i'm not a huge fan of awkward comedy and i never watch chips but Holy crap, that theme song for me is just, it's its solid. And I, interesting that you use the word piercing, because I find it comforting. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I would say that about that theme. Well, this is also like, I put on, you know, the soundtrack to Unsolved Mysteries to calm down. So this is also like context, where I'm like, sometimes piercing things actually give me a lot of sense of calm. Anthony likes to go to the bathtub and put on throat goat just to kind of relax yes! a real hard day at work. Don, I mean, I'm sure he's not the only one that likes to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Agreed, just saying. Nothing like a little Kim Petrus to just kind of ease yourself into the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that I don't know if it's just like a synthesizer that just caught some weird sample that they just ran with or it's actually like its own legit instrument but in that... i would i know exactly what you're talking about because at first i was like oh that's a saxophone and then i was like no that's not a saxophone it's grating I, it's <laughs> but, i mean to anthony i guess it's oddly comforting so we'll go with that <laughs> it's it again though a really good baseline it's it, uh, like mm-hmm. before that comes in it's just got that funky sort of we're in california and we're highway patrolmen on bikes and it's eric estrada looking all cool with his hair and then that just it pierces you two words short shorts <laughs> <laughs> who wears short shorts <laughs> eric estrada does <laughs> all right let's jump up one uh, space here on the bracket we are going into our five versus 12 it is mash versus game of thrones the old school probably classic theme song that a lot of people memorize versus probably one of the better newer ones and i've got first vote here this is a tough choice for me. This is probably the the hardest one in this region for me to pick between because I, I can respect what classically MASH is doing. I can kind of, I really appreciate what Game of Thrones is doing, but I think I'm going to have to give it to the old school pick here and go one vote for MASH. And I was not expecting that. Yeah, mm. me neither. Surprise upset. I love the Game of Thrones theme song. I, I just think that just, for history's sake and for kind of this being the master region i think mash is just the pick for me but i will toss it over to anthony to see if he disagrees i do thankfully (laughs) mash was never my jam and i 
never really understood the allure of the theme song either. Like, it never caught me, and it was never... Like, I think it was overly sentimental, and maybe that just wasn't my alley, but, um, yeah. For me, it's going to be in Game of Thrones all the way. And I said this earlier that I'm I'm starting the show now, um, but oh, it just, it hits right. It, I, I really enjoy it. It's very good. Jason, break that tie. I don't really have a context with Game of Thrones. I never got into it. That's not to say that whether I like the, the content of the show or not is relevant here. The music was cool. It definitely seems to fit everything I know about it. I didn't watch match mash as a kid um it was another one of those like uh, it's on the tv and if i'm watching it i'm sort of held hostage but musically um that theme is pretty pretty pleasant you know obviously i'm not old enough to have participated in the war that it was highlighting at the time and you know never in the military i don't know there's there's something you said it was sort of like overly sentimental but i i being that this is all about the medical unit, it it seemed to fit right, like to me. Um, it's definitely something that if I heard, you know, like randomly playing like on vinyl or something like that, I wouldn't be like, oh god, turn that off. It's like, no, that's actually really nice. But that's about as far as that goes with me. I'm not like super vested in either one, but slightly more vested in Mash, I guess. So Mash moves on. Interesting. Sorry. Mash versus chips. Mash versus Chips in the next round. But before then, we go down to, Jason, another one of your vetoes. I can't remember what you pulled uh, in place of Laverne and Shirley, uh, but Laverne and Shirley goes in, and the Brady Bunch is its competition. And Anthony, I believe you've got the first pick here. Oh, this one was a little bit tough in the sense that I'm not familiar with either of the shows, but I'm a huge fan of the Brady Bunch movies in the 90s. <laughs> so that always like gets me a Brady Bunch vote. But I think for this one, I'm going to go over Laverne and Shirley because Schlamuzel, Schlamazel. Hoss and Pepper Incorporated. Incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was good. All right. Jason. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, it's Laverne and Shirley. I grew up watching them both, but I think that Laverne and Shirley's theme is a little more, it's a little more interesting, it's a little more swingy um, than the Brady Bunch. Yeah. I'm with you. It's a 3-0 sweep for Laverne and Shirley. It is more catchy. I think it's it's a lot more peppy. It's got that, we can we can do it, we can do our own thing. I, I love the... Uh, the action of the intro there and i think the brady bunch is just overplayed i i enjoy it i grew up on it but i've heard it so many times that i just think i need something fresh and laverne and shirley wasn't on the list it was it was lower down on the master list that we pulled things in but it wasn't high enough that it would have made it automatically i'm glad it did make it because yeah i would have put it through easily so laverne and shirley moves on uh we go into the seven versus ten this is uh my first uh veto where i originally we had the adams family but i replaced it with the monsters and it is going up against happy days and jason you've got the first pick here uh the monsters maybe it's trauma but <laughs> happy days is just like one of those shows that i i just hated when it came on and like i couldn't turn away from it you know i'm sure for a certain slice of americana it it looms large but not so much for this kid fair anthony i'm also going the monsters there we are. uh I wasn't really, like, a Happy Days fan, same. It wasn't, like, ever really something I was interested in. And the Munsters were... I, I really wasn't 
I was much more of an Adams Family kid, um, but the Monsters was at least ghoulish enough that I could appreciate how they were cut from the same cloth as the Adams Family. Mm-hmm. It's also just a better theme song, in my opinion. <laughs> I I originally had Happy Days just because I I respect what the the funky sort of I think it's later season Happy Days when it's their own theme song as opposed to the, the first season I believe they used um, Rock Around the Clock. But I'm glad the Monsters is going through. At, at, in making the veto pick, I prefer the Monsters over the Adams Family when it comes to kind of those kind of eerie family sitcoms yeah, yeah, from yeah. back in the 60s and early 70s. But uh, but yeah, Monsters moves on and we go and into. Strips- oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. no, no go I ahead. was just gonna say there's a new Monsters movie coming out actually. Rob really? Zombie is going to be directing, and yeah, it's going to be like a, a new take on it, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm like really interested, but at the same time, I'm like something just about Rob Zombie <laughs> really derail a project. Ooh, we need to get into that discussion with your love of horror movies, and I would like to further that a little bit later and get your take on Rob Zombie horror. Oh yeah, he's an interesting character, and I would say he's definitely the M Night Shyamalan of the horror genre for me. He's he's more misses than hits for me. Okay, something to look forward to later. <laughs> Final matchup of the of the last oh my region God, here. Here we go. Uh, it is my second uh, veto. Um, I will freely admit, I don't like this veto. I cannot recall why I put it in at this point. <laughs> I like the theme song. I probably should have picked something else, but it is Martin versus Sherlock and uh, Jason. I think no. I who kicked off the last one. Uh, Jason. Jason did. So it is me. So I am, uh, I'm putting forward Sherlock as my pick, but it's only because I picked it and I think I just prefer it against Martin, though Martin is a very fun theme song for me. Uh, Jason. Martin. Sherlock doesn't really strike anything with me. And, you know, Martin is also, I like, it's a fun theme song, but the Martin is grating in the theme song i so but i mean but you know i've also advanced some other songs that had some grating elements to it so don't expect me to you know be ride or die for this particular theme (laughs) all the way through but at least at this point i liked it more than sherlock fair anthony it's martin's going through i think sherlock was good and i even i like i really enjoyed the new cut benedict cumberbatch um character Mm -hmm. and the theme song was good but martin's a classic for me even though i agree with you it does get martin is one of those ones that gets more irritating the more i listen to it all right that means the first round is officially set with the master region second round looking at fresh prince of bel-air versus martin mash versus chips uh laverne and shirley versus sesame street and the monsters versus the greatest american (laughs) hero (laughs) I really like these mashups of all our second rounds. I think they're hilariously uh, very well paired because, I don't know, anyway. I think it's just the luck of the draw, and I think we found that when the uh, the cartoon theme song bracket, we were finding that there were very similar matchups yeah, just based on where yeah, they yeah. placed. But yeah, it's going to be really fun to get into the second round. there you have it. The entire first round is now in the books. In our third and final TV theme song bracket episode, we'll take you through the entire next rounds until we get to our eventual winner. Who will it be? Tune in and find out if The Muppet Show, the winner of our Twitter polls, actually makes it through our voting and takes the entire thing. 
Make sure you are subscribed to our show on your podcast app of choice. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, we would love a five-star review. Speaking of our Twitter polls, thank you to everyone who voted. We had over 5,000 votes throughout the entire bracket, and we just wanted to thank anyone and everyone who voted, retweeted our polls, and really spread the word. If you want to take a look at all of our Twitter and Instagram activity, you can find us at EvenTheScorePod. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you very soon to close out this bracket challenge. Take care.